Bubbling Live back on Bubbling Around. Welcome back, Victor Severowski. Bumbling around the intro, I'm bumbling around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did the first episode. Uh, you wanted to get work out of the way first. So we just did our fa- an hour long of fantasy. Yep. Uh, we took a little bit of a break. And uh, we were trying not to talk too much because we want to leave it like live for the air, as they say. Bingo. Do they say that? Is that what they say? Yeah. Oh, Rogan always talks about... Well, sometimes they chat, but a lot of times they just... Yeah, we'll just stay for there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Victor's one of my best friends. Uh, If you don't listen to the fantasy podcast, maybe I should clarify how I know him and stuff like that. Uh, I just asked him to be at my wedding yesterday. He came over unannounced. Not unannounced, but... uh, Not unannounced. Was it unannounced? You didn't know I was going to be there. Yeah, so came over, and it was a good time to let you know that... uh, uh, me and Kim just picked our place uh, where we wanted to get married at, and uh, so it'd be August of 2020. And I just asked you abruptly, like, "Hey, I want you to be a part of it." Yeah, formality. I said no. <laughs> I haven't told anybody else yet, so I don't know if you know this. I hadn't even asked Adam yet, right in front of him. We did know because after you left, <laughs> I was like, "Adam, what's the deal?" And he had no idea. Uh, I hope he knows it. <laughs> I guess I should, I'll let him know before the end. Of, he hears this. Yeah. Uh, so I just wanted to make sure with Kim, obviously Kim came in and we were like, that was all kind of like abruptly, but like, I don't get to see you very often. It's so. true. That's what me and my wife figured, Tracy, my wife, uh, yeah. we figured that it was kind of unexpected that we were there. Yeah. And, and I just wanted to let you know. Knock it out. Uh, but we're going to have, I'm going to have uh co-best man and it's going to be Adam and my brother. That's so funny. We, cause everyone's wondering like how that was going to go down. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Kim came to me. A little bit. We just talked about yeah, doing co because she has like two really good friends. You know, oh, I wonder. Hopefully, they're not listening to this. No. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not live. Yeah. You know, that's that way. It splits up not the work, but you know, like that's what she said. No, but yeah, that's that. That's she a looked really it up move. to make sure that like it's not like rude to do this, and people say do whatever you want. It's not 1962, where it's yeah. like you declared me the best man. <laughs> it's like, dude, just. This way, one guy gets the bachelor party, one guy gives the speech. I think it's a good co- good combo. Yep, that's affirmative. It is. So, uh, and it's like two different yeah, special people to me, two different ways. So, uh, yeah, so <laughs> I got to let Adam know. Uh, oh, that's exciting. Yeah, I figured, I was like, oh, man, like, hopefully he wasn't. I, I think he has an idea. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we're, we're all guessing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't see. I'm oblivious to things like this. Like, uh, Adam uh, <laughs> is going to be... Uh, he lives with me, and he's like, everybody's like, when are you going to leave? Like, now that me and Kim are engaged and stuff. And oh, yeah. We, uh, but me and Kim have let him know that, like, he's welcome to our place. Um, and I, I figured that. That's we cool. enjoyed having him. You're actually taking him away from us this week. Yeah, it is. <laughs> he has to go on. He's mandatory cat watch vacation at my place. So I can, I'm allowed to say I'm a vacation because another human will be there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, it's important to you though. Like you want to make sure you're. Yeah, you have three cats. Three kitties. Yep. And Adam's Adam's a very good person, and he does take. He's a great caregiver for animals. He's an asset. That's why you don't want to lose him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Linus, my dog, is like he started. He started his own little pack walk. Uh, this Saturday. This coming up Saturday. Oh really? In Allen Park. Yeah. Kim, oh, that's Kim cool. got a route together and stuff like that. So we're trying to get a little. Because yeah. That's really smart. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I want him to get with some friends around the area and stuff. You know. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, they're they're pack animals. You know, that's cool. Yeah, he loves he loves just being around town, taking them on walks around town. So why not join? Get some friends to join him. We're talking Linus, not Adam. Yeah, okay. yeah. I don't take Adam for walks. <laughs> <laughs> just Linus. 
Uh, no, but yes, uh, so I will let them know, <laughs> probably before this comes out. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was kind of like, do I do it here? I was, you know, at that table. I was like, oh, yeah, so, but I wanted to get make sure that we were doing the co-man and did that's it with, fair. with that's Kim. Big, and Kim, like I said, it all of those kind of, you guys all came in and we had to go to the finals He for already it. knows he's in it. So yeah. With me, it's different. It's like, hey, you might want to leave some room next year. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. him, he knows he's going to be booked. He's just where? Where? <laughs> set, set your lineup. Am I uh, utility or am I first base? Yeah. Uh, so, no. Uh, I mean, I, that actually made the decision easier for me, kind of, really. Oh, with the way it ordered out? Well, just the, the co. Like, it didn't make me oh, make yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's interesting. Yeah, you don't have to make a declaration. Yeah, like a decision. No, that's why I, I, I was being for real when I said that's a really good idea. Yeah. And again, like you just shared responsibility and two different people, in different maybe, you know, different parts of my life that, you know, mean a lot. So I think yeah. together they are a good combo. Yeah. Uh, look, I left my brothers out of my wedding and just the way it worked out. I thought I was letting them off the hook a little bit. They didn't have to go through the rigmarole. But man, uh, looking back on it, I I, I kind of wish I had him up there. A up little there bit. with you? Yeah. I only got one brother, so that's yeah. easy. That's... It, yeah, to get him up there. But then the question becomes, was he gonna be best man? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so was he? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. That's good, man. I'm so I'm just so excited for you guys. It's yeah, we're excited. Up. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, so casino probably related gambling or something like that. Oh, it's perfect. You're a big gambler, actually. I am. Uh, so you're one of the. You are like a lot. Uh, somebody. Who I like to listen to. I'm glad you're on because you are like one of the like out of my friends, out of people I know. I could say like you're the one of the first that say this, or you know, you're always on something, maybe a little ahead of the curve, a little before the tipping point. You're the first on podcasts. You know, Adam will say this that you just like you got to listen to Joe Rogan. You're like an early Joe Rogan advocate, yeah. or I don't know. Yeah, no, a fa- early fan. Yeah. Also, I think I'm a little more vocal. So if you have 100 friends and three of us start listening to Joe Rogan, I'm going to be the loudest. <laughs> so, you know, I get credit for being ahead of the curve on things, but I, it's never my own idea. There's always someone ahead of it more than me that I just yeah. listen to. Yeah, but yeah, you just like, yeah, but you like to get, I mean, uh, do you feel comfortable talking about Bitcoin? Absolutely, 100%. Okay, so I don't know. I, you're, you're my Bitcoin guy. Yeah, so like, yeah. Everyone's got a Bitcoin guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Please explain it to me. <laughs> no. Exactly. Bitcoin is a decentralized network, <laughs> and it's basically just a ledger. <laughs> oh, man. But people use it. Yeah. No, Bitcoin's exciting. Uh, Bitcoin is one of those things where you can really... Any add up, any new technology, you can really get a feeling for who's got their thumb on the pulse uh, out of your friends. You know, you can yeah. see who jumps first on Netflix. Yeah. Our, our buddy Adam was first on Netflix. Yeah. And he's what propagated it. He's pretty good on Tesla. He's like pretty quick on exactly. Tesla. Yeah. You, you can just get a, these new technologies really just let you know which one of your friends are crazy enough to look at odd, oddball stuff like Bitcoin or. But you, you guys will do the research at least enough. I feel like I trust your instincts to go and at least test what you believe. Sure. I think this comes down to listening. So, yeah, I think I'd I'd classify him as a good listener. I'd like to think I'm a good listener. And that is when you, if you listen to people enough, you start to get good on whether they mean it or not. So whether, is this guy trying to sell me? Is this girl trying to sell me? Or is this person really excited about this thing? Yeah. And it's kind of funny. (laughs) Do you like this, huh? (laughs) Exactly. Well, it's kind of funny. It comes from a dark place. Uh, Everyone I know that has this quote-unquote skill 
as someone who had a kind of a tough time growing up and they were forced to be able to read people's faces and to tell whether they like what's happening or not. Yeah. So I think it's really where, like I said, in quotations, skill, where this skill comes from is a lack of growing up, or something you lacked growing up, and you had to replace with reading people fast. You have to, you, you, you didn't get the inside joke. You have to be able to read faces real fast. Yeah. Well, then all of a sudden, 10 years later, you watch CNBC – and all of a sudden, you're picking out who's telling the truth and who's not. Okay. You're not even trying. Yeah. And that, like I said, that comes from kind of a dark place. Okay. Um, you you were like, uh, we both like poker. Affirmative. Or, do you still play at all? I dabble. Uh, poker is kind of like tennis. It's yeah. one of those things that comes and goes. Okay. Uh, you know, depending on what's going on in your life. Yeah, if you got a little extra money, a little extra time, poker can become a little hobby. You have, like, a personality that you like to go, I guess, now we're thinking about it, like, hard into stuff. Everyone knows someone like this. Yeah. Uh, a million great ideas. Don't execute any of them. It, it's kind of the opposite of what you were talking about earlier on the previous podcast uh, about just selecting few things you do and going 100% at them. Yeah. Everyone knows someone like this or the other way. Everyone knows someone into a million things. And their bedroom's messy, and everyone knows someone who's really dedicated to three or four things and does it right. And you're calling yourself which one? The scattered one. I don't think so. Really? Well, I, well. I think you've, I mean, I think you're hard on yourself. I have two boxes of unopened baseball cards in my office right now from uh, a thing I was into 18 months ago. Uh, you know, I, I, uh, well, this is why I'm ahead of so many things. You don't see the nine out of ten that failed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know no, I, mean? no, I, yeah. I, think, I think it's a credit to being a, an opener on a lot of things. Y- you're yeah. willing to just say, okay, this isn't it. I'm going to jump on the next thing and then see if this is it. Quick to cut. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be able to, especially, it's like, I know, hate to steal a rounder's quote, but you got to know when to fold. Yeah. It's true, absolutely. S- sometimes it's good just to end something and not just stick it out just for the sake of No, yeah, out. yeah. So, well, if you ever want to get rid of those baseball cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, at least you're experimenting and trying to figure out what it is, you know? That's all, that's all life is, really. Like, just trying new things. Like, I'm trying out coaching baseball and stuff, you know? Exactly. It is. And the internet helps with that. You're able to read other people's experiences doing something. Oh, I guess coaching baseball is quite specific. I mean, that's something you just got to try. There's a lot of things you just got to kind of try. Yeah, it's true. I probably could do more of it. But yeah, absolutely. There's something to be said for... I will say, like, the improv community is really good about that. So, like, if I need something and, you know, like, they're just, you post anything. You need people to help you out. They're just, like, the first one to say yes and. Like, you know, that's. Well, I mean, it's the improv community. I, I'm not surprised they'd be good at looking at things openly and yeah, yeah, being right. open to new ideas. Like, sure. Uh, there's, like, a new stand-up seed coming around. I don't know if you know that around here. So, like, uh, at the uh, Ant Hall, there's, like, a. I don't know how to, like, call this all. Like, there's so many names now. But I guess, like, the Ant Hall building, which includes Ant Hall, but also Ghostlight Bar, and now, like, the Ind- Independent Comedy Club? Oh, okay. I, I don't know if you've heard about it. So, like, there's a lot of, like, it seems like there's a stage back there, but they're going to be doing a lot of stand-up. Uh, they've had some guys, Jeff Horst and other other guys, too. Oh, I, I know. I did an open mic with Jeff one time. I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He uh, got, like, a million views on one of his jokes. Uh recently oh really? yeah i saw him talking about that on his facebook okay you know so you know that's also that you know like that's so funny adam 
I know. Yeah, he's God, he's made a name for himself. Uh, yeah, he did something with uh, Mike Hart, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, not Mike Hart. Oh, Is yeah. Mike Hart? No, that's a Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. <laughs> Mike Hart from Michigan football. Yes, him. Yeah, the running back, precisely. <laughs> yeah. Not the other guy. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. That's awesome. So that was actually something I want to say, because you came to one of my shows here at Planet Ant. And after they do stand up on Saturday nights or whatever, and you like came in and you do a couple of the guys that were in that group. It's just funny that you're part of that community for a little while. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> excuse me. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's just like the improv scene. Like, there's a filter of who becomes a stand up comedian, whether it be amateur or pro. And only certain type of people become stand up. You have to be a certain type. It's just the way it is. And what do you know? Those people get along sometimes. Yeah. They can also be pretty bad at each other too I, I i haven't been around at all i've just done a couple open mics but I, I just seem to hit the right nights a lot of these guys do a lot of open mics so you just hit them but i am in no way part of the scenes but i, I no think but you, see, you when you when you do stuff like that you just see people that are part of the scene and yeah, yeah. we're due for a stand-up bounce back uh yeah. stand-ups becoming popular uh public discord is getting more and more crowded so stand-up comedy comes from a history of just getting up and talking on stage. Yeah. But anyone who's ever talked on stage before knows a joke helps. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. all of a sudden, what was people in the 40s just talking about what's going on in the world, a couple jokes here, a couple jokes there, and we're at stand-up comedy. So yeah. more than ever do I think we need some time just to all get together and listen to one person. doesn't have yeah. to be me. doesn't have to be her. doesn't have to be him. But it's nice to not have rebuttals. Everyone rebuttals everything. When yeah. a stand-up comic goes, he can just talk. Yeah. There's something nice about that, and I think that's going to become more popular. I think you should write more. I know. I know I should write more. Uh, it's <laughs> definitely not. You know, I, I've had a rough couple of years here, uh, not to make excuses, but, yeah, it's, you know how it is? It's the muse. Yeah. You have to give, you have to give before you get. Yeah. So you have to sit down in front of that notebook and look at it blank for 10 minutes before anything happens, and that's part of the gig. But you have to sit down for ten minutes. Yeah, you have to give to the muse. Yeah, and there's something to be said for that. And and I, and I have not, and I know it, and I can feel it. <laughs> it is just coming to Hamtramck. Just coming down here is like, oh, you know. And I'm, like I said, I'm not blaming this. Just there's also something to getting married. You know, when when I was single, oh man, the mind flies. You can think of it as every angle, but just getting married, it, but uh. What's not sharpening uh, a, a dull? It dulls some of those sharp edges. Okay. And those sharp edges are the funniest jokes. Uh, I don't think is ruthless. I was never a ruthless thinker. Just yeah. just by getting sure. married, you yeah. have to become a little more conservative. Yeah, it, so you, you got to adapt, and it's hard to adapt. Maybe there's a period where you're... It's not as funny. A little bit. Now, th that's an excuse I'm making. Plenty of comics married with kids, but let's be honest. A lot of the comics that are really funny are single. I don't know. You know so I I'm not making excuses. You can be funny and be married. It's just I don't think it's a wild claim to say when you get married, you become a little more conservative, and when you're a little more conservative, you're not as funny. Okay. That's it. And, like, that's excuses. That's just me making excuses. <laughs> I know it is, but... It is definitely something that is real that I have to deal with. And I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer. All right. But yeah. You, that's all we're all doing is just try to figure it all out. Man, so. ain't that the truth. Well, that's the thing about comedy. Is yeah. the, everything I'm talking about, Every most comics already know. They have yeah. that fight. They, oh, yeah. You don't sit in front of the notebook for two months and <sighs> you have no new jokes. And, well, because you didn't sit in front of the notebook. Yeah. Yeah. You got to dedicate time. Absolutely. It's a craft. Like, stand up. Uh, that's what I... Uh, so... There's a podcast, or they do a podcast. I think it's called 
Big Time Garbage or something like that. I don't know. Have you heard of it? I I think through you, but I haven't listened. Okay. To it. Uh, well, so they had their podcast, and uh, Darren, uh, who like is like the man. I should remember his name. Like he's like the head executive of Planet All Planet Ant now or whatever. He was on that podcast. Uh, but they had like yeah three stand up guys, and they were just you know like telling people like yeah, try to do stand up. They're trying to like be encouraging because they want more. You know, it does look easy too. I think that's part of it. <laughs> part of it too is they of want course. people to do it so they can get humbled a little bit. Right, Heck, and that's why you get hecklers. Yeah, hecklers yeah. are people who think they can do it. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, it's but when it's done well, it's so much fun. And, well, oh, that's that's the rush of being on stage. Because right. once that after that first minute, and you hear Rogan talk about this, once you get rolling, yeah, you have them. You got the crowd out your you side. Can, you yeah. can lose them, but you when you have them, yeah. I'm a big believer in the, the one mind theory, whatever you want to call it. Okay. When you get people in a room. You can have collective thoughts. I'm sorry. And I have no proof of that, but that's how I live my life, and it works. Reading the room. And when you can steer that ship, it's almost like you're meant to. It's something (laughs) special. And everyone gets their turn. You know, on an open mic night, you can get 12 guys up there. And maybe most of the audience is the open micers. You know, so this isn't some weird control thing. you got to put a grind in. That's anything. With anything. Absolutely with anything. If I could tell these young kids, like... who just look at Instagram or like Snapchat or whatever and they see like videos of people like if you want to be successful, you gotta like put hard work in. Absolutely. And not to keep referencing other podcasts, but Kevin Hart was on Rogan and absolutely these stand up comedians put in twelve hours a day. Yeah. You don't see it, but it's there. Yeah. It takes eighteen months to put together an hour. And yeah. That's the most one of the most elite comics yeah. in the world. Yeah. Time. Because you, you're you're trying all the stuff out. Yeah, absolutely. And you're crafting it together. It's just an art piece. Absolutely. You know? So, yeah. Uh, Local sports. Yeah. Pistons made the playoffs. How exciting. (laughs) Woo! Yeah. (laughs) We got the eight seed. It's so hard to win as an eight seed in the (gasps) NBA. Uh, Didn't the eight seed win the first round one time? Yeah, wasn't it last year? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, it has happened before. But it just happens so much in hockey. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. you really see it so much in hockey. We've even had a sixteen take down a one in the NCAA. Yeah, there's yeah. something about a f- seven game series. Yeah, maybe you take a couple, one at home, but yeah. to put together four wins against the best in that conference. Yeah. So and hard. like our best player is injured, kind of right now, or right. questionable, might not even be playing. Yeah, it's not even like that hot eight. Where you got a yeah. couple guys firing. Yeah, so, no. yeah, it's not like we like yes, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I mean, like, we won that last game down eighteen or something like. That. I shut that game off. <laughs> I shut it off at halftime. Like it's <laughs> over. Yep. Uh, so there's not really, but I mean, if they pull off a miracle, I'll talk about it. Till then, I think like, that's fair with this roster makeup. Like it's, it's not like they're young and up and come. Like I mean, they're they're a, they're a little young, but it's not like this just hot young team who like who will definitely be better next year. Like Griffin, you don't know. Yeah. So I think that's fair. I only got so much time. <laughs> so many sports. Like that's fair. You know, like I would give you a good product. I'll be more excited. You know, but sure. And call me. Is that a bandwagon fan? I guess. No, but I think going to games. If your friends were going to games or family members were going to games, this would help. And yeah. With the construction and us being south of that, I really I know it sounds silly, but I think us being south of that arena, it being so hard to get there that. It's put a blanket on it. Really? No, no one goes. Yeah. It's downtown and no one goes. Yeah, they've even like changed seats. Instead of like trying to get people there, they like change the seats out so it doesn't look like it's as empty or whatever. 
Oh, I believe it. Sure. Yeah. You know, I like the seats were like red or something, and they paid to get them to turn black or something. Oh, so really? instead of trying to promote people to go downtown, and after we, I think we paid for the stadium. Oh, that's how it goes. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they Wonderful care so field. much. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. Uh, I, mean, I have not made it down to the stadium yet, though. I, I, a lot of people say that. It's I so good on TV <laughs> if I want to watch something. I'm not a big fan of the real hard inclines. I do not like that. I've yeah. already heard it's like that there. We're getting old. <laughs> you get tripped up. There's, I know. Oh, man. <laughs> when getting... the seats are at ankle level, that's stuff dangerous. Uh, I'm not – yeah, I know. Also, I'm getting too old. <laughs> no, we're very, like, getting, like, conservative, like, well, where we want to be in danger at least. Exactly. Like, that's what I was saying about, you know, I'm like, you didn't leave to go to Georgia. Because of weather. Absolutely. You, you, not worth the risk. Or oh, whatever. yeah. If I was 22, we're, we're going. <laughs> we're going to ride the storm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ride the storm. It's a story. Yeah, it's a story. <laughs> oh, man. That's what cracks me up. I, I love when people are like, but let's make some memories. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. most memories are bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, badly. That's where the memory. Yeah. I don't want to live it. I, let's just remember the old ones. Yep. <laughs> we got enough of those memories. Exactly. I'm I'm near full. Remember when that guy was around? Yeah, that, that was terrible. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's, that's a great analogy of not leaving because of storms. Absolutely. It, too much of an incline, too dangerous. Meh. Yeah, well... The, the, par- the parking situation's not great. Which made this perfect for you to come on. Because uh, I was like asking people, but nobody could do like this week, you know, this Sunday. Oh, that's perfect. And you were like perfect timing. Yep. You know, because I'm trying to prep for a show. And I'm like, gosh, man, I don't even have a guest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but once it became you, and I usually, you know, like I try to at least find at least like I need, I should have this planned out hopefully two, three weeks ahead of time, but right. things happen. And, uh, but sometimes I have a good luck of just making, getting lucky. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I think that's some of the, that's the best way to do it. Let it fly. Have a couple basic concepts, a couple, a couple topics. Well, I'm saying like, I keep getting really good guests and it like keeps where it's like, you came like perfect timing and I, it was easy to like create like a list of things that we could like talk about and stuff like that. Because uh, gambling, Bitcoin. Yeah, they are. They, yeah, they're they're tennis. You were uh, we met through the, like I felt like partially playing tennis together. Yep, a classic Lincoln Park story. <laughs> People meeting on a tennis team. <laughs> yep, you're the number. Like, when did you get into tennis? Really young. Uh, my dad was. Uh, anyone with an older baby boomer parent might they might be more into tennis. There was a tennis boom in the early seventies. Okay. So my dad was one of those babies. He was real into tennis and. It's he loved the sport because it was a great first date sport. It, 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 <laughs> you, you only need one friend to play it. Is that how you and Tracy met? Took yeah. her to tennis. Nope. What? No, no first date. Ah, uh, you probably your dad. It's like taught you everything, and you didn't even use it. Well, good luck asking a girl on a tennis date on Match.com. <laughs> good luck. I, I you honestly go play was, tennis. Like first, are you a human? <laughs> oh, you are. Let's get coffee. Like, oh uh, yeah, I'm not gonna try to get cute for the first email. But yeah. uh, yeah, no, we no, we didn't meet playing tennis. But he had me playing tennis real early, and I'm a big fan of playing preppy sports at not preppy high school. <laughs> I think that is the best combo. Cross country, tennis. <laughs> these are just because it's so easy to make varsity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's it. My dad had that plan from day one, and it, it worked. And we're trying to do that with our nephew now. Let's try to get him playing tennis. So when he goes to Wyandotte, yeah. it might be easy just to kind of walk on and get a letter. 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, Meet cool people. You're good. Uh, Go like a park. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me and Els jumped on senior year. That's in a testament. Like, who, you can't jump onto Trenton's <laughs> uh, tennis team your yeah. senior year. Yeah, we were doubles too. Like right away. <laughs> Oh, you guys are athletic? Yeah. yeah Holy crap, yeah. Dude, take these rackets <laughs> over there at balls. Yeah, precisely. I got worse, though, the more I learned. Yeah, well, that's with anything. Yeah. You know, take someone who just tried golf, and they're like, hey, I actually put together, you know, a 98. Yeah. And it's like, all right, let's teach you how to swing a club. Yep. They're going 120. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's, a lear- that's the learning curve. Uh, yep. yep. I love the learning curve. <laughs> Kids, yeah. Oh, this is easy. Yeah, and then boom. A lot of people have good first sets. Oh, comedy. yeah. You hear that all the time where oh, they have... Yeah. They've been working at a buddy's pizza for 10 years. They got, they have five hilarious minutes about yeah. buddy's pizza <laughs> and they rip. And then they try to run with that five minutes for a year and a half and they go, well, stand up comedy stupid. <laughs> it's like, wow. Have you pulled any material out on me so far? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I don't know. I'm that's de- funny. I, I've never seen your stand up. Well, you know, that's, I, I'm a big setup punch. Yeah. Uh, especially if you're an amateur, I don't. Uh, it drives me nuts when you get up there and it's like, I'm at an ex-boyfriend's house in a bathroom. Like, oh, I'm just real big on the setup punch, yeah. setup punch. So, yeah, I don't flow into that with people. No, yeah. like they are their own entity. <laughs> They're. It's a funny idea, executed <laughs> as efficiently as possible. I was curious because I I, I wouldn't know if you have and you sh- you could like you should like you, if you have any stuff whatever I mean I wouldn't mind it but uh these guys on I think it's big time garbage uh these three comedians you can tell they're friends or whatever but like me and Kim were there we haven't seen them and a few of the people in the audience because it was a live recording hadn't seen them oh okay and they called each other out for like using material basically right a little bit like oh are we gonna be using material like. <laughs> <laughs> you you know you get two of the same people and I, I guarantee I, I wasn't there but if they were if one of them especially was real vivid and going no dude I did not steal this it's incredible like me and you I'd say we're no not steal I wouldn't say steal oh, okay. use it their own material oh okay I'm sorry okay I'm yeah sorry. let's clear that <laughs> don't steal oh, okay it. but they're you know you know like they're like there are other podcasts like riffing and stuff like that. And to get, I don't maybe to try to get laughs or whatever. They're trying to like pull out like their actual instead of like being there. Like they use your material. We're sniffing. Uh, we are really sniffing improv there, and and not not to say one's mutually mutually exclusive from the other. Well, these were all stand up guys doing a podcast. And dude, you can be a good hockey player and a good basketball player at the same time. Uh, I get it. Uh, it's just. The way I look at stand-up, it, it's like a mechanic. Yeah. It is like one man, one mic, total control, and okay. that's a flaw. Oh, this just in. Guys who can do stand-up and improv are funnier. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, hey, I'm not and I'm not making the case to being only stand-up, but th- there, there's a lot of guys who just, they need to be alone for two months, and here's my 15 minutes. Okay. And I, I, I can't even imagine flowing my stuff in. And, th- and that, like, that is a drawback that's a negative that's some improv class could work on yeah but no i don't ever slip into it maybe some of the same general ideas but not like those guys could yeah no you made me laugh a few times so i wasn't sure if like i'm like is he pulling material on me oh that's funny no (laughs) has he said this on another podcast is he just repeating stuff that oh on my many many podcasts i do yeah Yeah, all up here you have done them though right no 
You've never done a pod? I thought you've done maybe like a, I figured you've done a Bitcoin one or something or like a cryptocurrency. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Bitcoin bowl. <laughs> what used to be the Tropicana orange juice bowl. Okay. For one year was the Bitcoin bowl and the World Crypto Network. None of them knew how football worked. <laughs> so I'm like, like, all right, I can help. Well, gambling is going to get huge, I think, into sports, man. I think you're absolutely wrong. Oh, wrong? Wrong. Really? I, I would have thought you were absolutely right two years ago. Maybe. Maybe you're right. And I'll tell you what. We waited too long, and you lost a generation. Yeah. So think of the kids you were teaching four years ago. How, how much were they really into sports? Or, you know, think of a, tw- a 21-year-old right now. They're statistically 11% less into sports. Really? They're just not into sport as much. Period. Oh, so it, will it become huge? I, I cut you off there. Sorry, but no, like, you're you're making me think about it. I'm putting a foot in that door for a second. Yeah, just take a second. Really no, yeah. look at it objectively. I am. Uh, I, yeah, I, I not like fire. Now in esports, you know something like that. You know, this is where I will get gender specific. Young men do like to gamble. It's yeah. in their DNA. It's in there. But yeah, it might be more esports slash. I don't know. I just a lot of them are more in student in student debt. A lot of people are having a hard time getting a house. I just, I think gambling's not cool right now. Okay. But sorry, like I said, not to cut you off, but. No, but the, yeah, maybe, or maybe it will with our generation. Like maybe our generation starts acquiring the wealth and don't know what else to do with it and start gambling it. Absolutely. But if we're going to compare that to the benchmark of the generation before us, they were pretty heavy gamblers. Well, they, but we're going to legalize it. Make it maybe, maybe make it more mainstream. When Colorado legalized weed, did total weed use go up or down? <laughs> so legalizing sometimes makes something a little less cool. Yeah. You know, when Artie Lang tells it, sometimes when Artie Lang is telling a betting story and he's at a bar and he's got his life savings on a game, uh, there's something about it being illegal that adds to it. Yeah. It, it, like I said, I'm, I very well could be wrong, legalize it, but just they did it in Canada. They taxed it heavy and yeah. no one uses it. So it, this does kind of roll into the Bitcoin thing a little bit. But yeah. Uh, it's one thing to maybe bet on a, a game with Bitcoin and get, get really good odds, but to bet through the state, trying to get a 22-year-old today <laughs> to bet on a Pistons game through the state of Michigan, good luck. Okay. Because uh, they're trying to, like, build, like, now, like, through that, uh, like, the AFL or AAF, whatever football league that was there. Like, the one of the, part of it was they had, like, the, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, you do know they went out of business. Yeah, yeah, okay. no, yeah, no. But what they were trying to include or trying to, they were trying to do, they had like an app where you can kind of like do in-game gambling I heard based on play, like per absolutely. play or whatever. Did you see the Colin Cowherd thing by any chance? Not to bring up. Uh, I don't think so. Okay, then it must just be the same story then, which is they were, they were really pushing this app. Yeah. Uh, I, I want more specifics on that. I don't, it sounds like they were, why do you need to create eight teams out of thin air just to build an app? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need more info about that specific part. But, yes, spring football is about one thing, and that's gambling. Yeah. But to that point, they were trying to do it in the 80s when this was, quote, unquote, illegal and really underground. There was still so much gambling that they thought they could pull off a spring league. So I think that also is an attestment to the point where gambling has been really popular for a long time. It could be due for a come down. Okay. But yeah, the yeah spring football, the XFL, which is coming back in 2020. Yeah, Ed, Mc, Ed McMahon, is saying that right? No, that's the. I kind of want to get back into wrestling. A lot of people are, because now that nostalgia. Ev- <laughs> Absolutely. Well, look, what's that Netflix show about the kids in the 80s? Uh, oh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things, right? Look, dude, late 30s to early 40s, they got money. 
They yeah. want nostalgia, and you, <laughs> capitalism, capitalism's ready to sell it back. Absolutely, that could be a factor. It, I, I definitely see WWE getting bigger and bigger. I kind of want to watch it, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. It's much, I don't like McMahon, though. It, have you seen? Uh, they, they treat those guys terrible. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I get it. I'm, I'm talking as an outsider. I was oh, yeah. never into it. I never will be into it. But, you know, maybe through fans, uh, they could have better futures or something if they hold him like responsible. Uh, organized labor. Yeah. Absolutely. The organized labor with the backing of the people. Yeah. Preach it. Now that, because, you know, people didn't know, I don't think, necessarily. And, they, and when you don't know, and then you can be ignorant, you don't really care. You just go. And it unfortunately fun. takes a beaten up. I don't want to say generation again, but you know, you need yeah. one round of NFL guys yep. to have all these injuries to go, enough is enough. Yeah, WWF and now E needed that first batch of guys yeah. to go crazy. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, enough is enough. Yeah, like we love these guys. They've like did a lot for us. A lot of money was made. Like, absolutely. They should at least be taken care of. This is a story as old as time. <laughs> but you signed up at 18. Yeah. I have your signature from when you were 18. Yep. And knew the risks and were 18. Yeah. Oh. Yep. You're going to be so famous and get everything you want. Who can say no? <sighs> Thank God I didn't get those offers. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> I don't know. Those are, that's a pretty good four-year run. That's a, that's a whole other conversation. What? Being a professional wrestler when you're 20 oh. years old. No, no. I Yes, yes. It's a give and a take. I was just no. I was saying, thank God I didn't get oh, these yeah, offers. Right. Like right. get like money. That. Like I'm glad because taken advantage of. You're right. I'm I probably would have made the bad choice. Oh, you're right. But I, I wasn't I was. in shape enough to get the, the offers. Well, you know that that guy from MTV, uh, Real World Road Rules. The Biz. Can or, you believe that? Yeah, dude. He's like a full blown guy. He's got he his like own vision. Of, he like created his own guy. And like saw himself going on it. Twelve hours a day. That guy <laughs> worked at it for twelve hours a day and got there. Yeah. Like those are characters and part of a whole big play. That's going around the U.S., traveling yeah. around, having a theme putting song on these in your shows. Head. Yep, absolutely. We're gonna look back at this like a hundred years, like you know, like the yeah, this traveling circus of men fighting each other, but they're not really fighting. <laughs> That's it. You know, it's but they're going through hell. They're athletes. Oh my gosh! Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh! You try to pick up like the giant. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, there's strength there. <gasps> Oh my gosh. That's why they recruit, you know, you see a lot of ex football players, ex real wrestlers. Oh, yeah, dude. There's core strength. But you just got big guys throwing each other around. Oh, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Like, my bones are hurting just thinking about it. But that's why I don't want to get into it because it's amazing that, like, how old some of these guys are. But they're probably, like, all steroided up and stuff, man. How how are you in your 50s and 60s? You answered your own question because they need to. They're broke. Oh my that's what, god, that's so sick. Yeah, they're broke, and they and they they have. There's a reason for the WWE to want them because they still have. You know, they can bring them back. Yeah, they, they the need nostalgia. The they bring us back. Like, oh man, this guy's back. It's happened happened before. Well, I wonder what the ratings were for WrestleMania. That just happened, right? I bet they were huge. Oh man. Same with Game of Thrones. We're going fiction. The, you know, we've everyone's getting their fill of real discourse. You can go, <laughs> you go to the coffee shop, you're gonna get a good half hour of discourse. You need to get away. People like endings. You know, people love to see it end, and that's it. I'm punching you. <laughs> you, know, you know, I love watching people watch YouTube. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love sitting yeah. behind them, and it's like, boy, I, I love when I see people get on like movie clips and to see what <laughs> what specific two minutes of each movie they like, and it's always an ending. It's always something clear cut. Yeah. You know, these Facebook rants go on forever. There's always a, a rebuttal. 
whether it's stand-up comedy or a movie or WWE, <sighs> there's an ending. Yeah. It's like a... So of what? Okay. Exactly. It's, here's the punchline. You ready? I'm saying the punchline right now. There's no, well, actually, uh, that's not right if you look at it in this light. So we go too far discourse now? It was what? Where are we at? No, I, well, if, not to get too nerdy. I, you need it. No, discourse, I think, yeah. I love it. That's, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. finding a great middle. I, I'm no, seeing 14-year-olds yeah. who can spot propaganda from a half mile away, and I love it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And we couldn't. Oh, I couldn't. <laughs> I just, I just got fooled by Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe's been telling me there's a trades gap in this country for three years. I've been spitting out Mike Rowe's. Have comp- you? Yep. So tell me about this because this is something I'm very interested in. There's no trade gap. Really? No. Mike Rowe gets paid from the Koch brothers. Really? To go on TV on dirty jobs and go, we need more plumbers. Oh no. And when you get fooled, it's because you wanted something. And I wanted to believe we need yeah. more plumbers. Oh, man. We don't need more plumbers. No. We do if you want to pay plumbers less. Okay, yeah. But if you want... Right. No, we don't need... If you more. want to fl- flood a, like a, a profession, then yep. yeah, it's not going to be worth anything. Nope. Yeah, exactly. But boy, if you're the type of people that build a lot of houses, it'd be nice to have cheap plumbers and cheap drywall hangers. Anyway, now we're way in the weeds, but yeah, I just got hoodwinked myself. I'm going through a post Mike Rowe yeah, recovery no, right now. No, dude, yeah. It's, oh yeah. So because I'm a school teacher and I I mentor kids, would you suggest me to keep telling them to go to a skilled trade? You know, funny ah, so yeah, 15 years ago we all said no matter what go to college, no matter what. Five years ago, with the help of Mike Rowe, I'd have been telling you, you got to go. Even if you're a pretty smart kid, you got to go to the trades. Now we found the middle. If you're in the top third of your class and you want to do something professional when you grow up, absolutely go to college, even if you get in a little debt, if you have a good plan. If you don't have a plan, if you have a 2.3, these aren't the end of the world. But maybe you should be a plumber. Maybe you should settle for making seventy grand touching pipes. What about like uh, Henry Ford? Same thing, or same concept. Well, now look, now we can hit the middle third. So the bottom third maybe should be a plumber. Top third, you should be an accountant. Middle third, maybe community college for something for an advanced trade, yeah. uh, a trade that lets you then get a BA to become a manager in that yeah. trade. It's a scale. But who doesn't understand it's a scale are advisors at high school. They're still 15 years ago. You got to go to CMU. Like, I don't care who you are. You got to go to CMU. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not telling kids that. No. I'm not telling. Like, especially until they, like, get rid of the debt for it or something like that. Until it's free. Like, do not go in that ton of debt. I have nothing against a, a society where everyone goes to four years of college, including the plumbers, and your plumber knows a little bit about art. Yeah, I, I'm a that, I'm a believer yeah. of that being really healthy. For if society. if people, you know, it, we pay for it, but like you have, it's a responsibility on like the citizens to go and like do all that. Like, but we have to give those opportunities. Absolutely. Uh, I think we could probably agree. Like through like we're living longer now as like a species, and uh, I would contest that. I think you're. It's true that you're still growing, you know, as a human being. Like, 18 is not, obviously, you could take advantage of it probably a lot easier than I would. I would, my 18-year-old self would get taken a lot of easier advantage of than me right now or 27 or 28. Those Army commercials on TV aren't for you. Yeah, right. They're not geared for 31-year-olds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You want 18. There's a reason why you want 18. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, 
I just want to help them, make sure I give them, you know, the right information. I don't, I want them to make sure I don't put them in a bad situation. You'd be surprised how not insulting it is to tell a 16-year-old who feels like he doesn't belong in the classroom that he could be an electrician. Right. You, the relief I felt in high school when okay. I decided to go for a trade, I could stop pretending. Like, all all yeah. of you guys show up to class and just like, oh, I didn't study and I got an 88. I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to town for two hours a night. Like, Hold on. I studied. I wouldn't act like I didn't study, but I studied. All right. I was a study. Some people didn't. Just some people can put, don't get me started on our system being but, kind of feminine. So if you got a feminine mind and it might, if you're juiced up and you oh, have yeah. a lot of energy, oh, a, yeah, a yeah. classroom can be real bad. Oh, yeah. And there, there can be some relief to a 16-year-old when you go, hey, and here's the thing. You can be a plumber and then go to college. Yeah. Like, there's no, we're not putting I tell a kids ceiling all the time. I'm relieving you yeah. of this requirement of yeah. going $60,000 into, yeah. into debt. To I will not tell anybody to do that. I can't. I can't consciously can. Like, especially, like, what if you don't even complete the courses to get a degree? How many people? This the numbers are jarring. How many? Like, people have <laughs> and then you have all that debt. Now you don't have the degree, so you can't get the job that you need to pay off your debt. But and you got the debt. Welcome to trade school. Yeah. Oh, a lot of a lot of those pe- a lot of people with college debt in trade school. But no, it's not. It's not the fix all that I was preaching it up to be three years ago. I was hoodwinked. Yeah. Uh, I I when I wanted it to be true, I was vulnerable to propaganda, and I thought there was a trades gap, and there is not. There's not. No. Well, I'm glad you're telling me this because yeah. I trust you, and you're somebody who, like again, it's hard to it's it's hard to be well researched in every area. Sure. And you know, so I'm just trying to get information as best as I can to help kids through my you know like disposing of, of what I is false propaganda and. It's hard to disseminate, but they're getting better at it. That back to our very or one of yeah. the original points. These that's why I love. Oh, is there too much discourse? No, I, I, yeah. I don't. I, I this is this is uh, democracy. This yeah. is it. This is it, it. I'm hearing people talk about. But you just love stand up too, though. Hmm? You just love stand up. You know, it's like oh, we, we, we there's a place for it now. Yeah, yeah. So now, yeah. So there's pros and cons, but that's why. Uh, Stand-up can be a safety valve. Yeah. So, okay, uh, while a 14-year-old is digging all of this stuff going on, there might be a 33-year-old guy or girl who's sick of it. Well, you have an outlet now. Like, you can just, when you sit down in a stand-up comedy audience, you can shut it off. Yeah. And no one, you don't have to follow three different points and people questioning everything. It's going to be yeah. one line of thinking, yeah, whether yeah. you like it or not. Yeah, yeah. And you can just ride along. <laughs> yep, yeah. So it just depends what your preference. Like I like both, obviously. Like yeah. you know, sometimes I want to listen to stand up. I just want to kind of listen to somebody rant, talk, and whatever. I love Dave Chappelle. Like that's a thing. Masterful. My yeah, he's just yeah. Total control. And you know what? You know I me. Mean? Hours. Yeah, exactly. Unspeakable hours. Yeah. He's been on stage. Yeah. Like that. That he he was born with something, but not that. No. That, that took. You know, there's a book about this. Ten thousand hours. Yeah. You know, oh, the Beatles. The Beatles played 10,000 hours yep. until they hit that peak. Uh, there's something, t- and it's like seven years, basically straight. Oh, yeah. It, it takes 10,000 hours of doing something to oh, just yeah. be able to roll that sushi a certain way. Yeah. You know, the, you know, whatever. You see that with, like, the best improvisers. Like, the ones who've just been doing it just so easy when you see them all on stage together and stuff like that. Like, you're not going to, like, if you go see the home team, you're not going to see, you're going to see at least a few good scenes, like really good scenes, no yep. matter what. Memorable scenes. And I bet you in the audience can come up with a lot of these ideas, but they have the mechanics to execute. Yeah. It's oh. the, really, it's not about 
Everybody has the practicing ideas. Practicing the top end stuff. It's about <laughs> just getting that base level stuff. Oh exactly. yeah, exactly. Everyone's got the ideas. Yeah, but no, yeah, base. You know, when you're just like your bad is good, then you don't have to worry. Exactly. And that's what the, their base level line stuff is going to like a new person coming in. It's like, wow, that is amazing. Right. So that's a that's a bad night for these guys. So, right. Yeah, I can see you that. Know, like they know they might they might feel off after or whatever, but like someone else might be like, oh my god, that was so great. I want to do improv now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Inspiring. That's when you're doing art right. Is yeah. when you inspire. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad I got into improv and. Maybe I'll do stand. I, I play. I would like to do stand up. Maybe we Good. should maybe try to push each other. I think this podcast is going to be my catalyst. This oh, is it. Nice. Maybe Darren should write some. I feel like Darren would be a good writer for stuff, man. Then that would be our job to write. If yeah, we want no, that to sure. happen, then go write. Yep. yep. No, that's it for sure. Summertime. Let's plan maybe for like the summertime. Summer, summer, summer. Summer. <laughs> I got nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even keep my fantasy team together. <laughs> Uh, the draft is coming. NFL draft. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I don't know too much about it. Yeah. God, I don't even. Oh, I have heard something about. Is the top pick still in question? Uh, my, I I don't know if it's Murray or not, but it's possible. Okay. I mean, it, it. They never want to come out. You know what I'm saying? Because you want to. You never want to lose that leverage. Right. Or if there is a number one guy. It was an ESPN article now. I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I like to do. I like to check ESPN just to see what the like general stuff's going on, just to make sure I'm up to date or whatever. Yep. Uh, but yeah, the draft. I mean, we'll see. You know, you could guess. You know, I wouldn't mind taking a quarterback or something if they were crazy enough to like hopefully trade after Stafford after this year or something. Get yeah. that grooming. I heard last season there was a uh, serious offer for Stafford. One of the guys at work was talking about this. They should have took it. If they. Oh my goodness. Is that too easy? Is that just bad of me to say? It's the same debate since Joey Harrington. <laughs> no, Joey Harrington was awful. <laughs> and the Lions, but he was great for Oregon. Now yeah, maybe he didn't make it in the NFL, but you know he came back with Atlanta and beat us on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> I just, you're almost. If I have a point, you're proving it because yeah. it's yeah. QB suck in Detroit. Yeah. What's new? No. Like, they need a line. Yeah. And I'm just every year I get older, management. And ethos, uh, ethos. Am I saying that right? Or uh, yeah, what, no, you're good. yeah. What you're putting on your organization, whether uh, it's a power plant or a football team, it matters. And uh, when it starts with the Fords and emanates down, whether you're Calvin Johnson, you know, whether you're Matt Stafford, you just can't succeed. How many generations is this gonna happen to Detroit? Are we cursed? My dad quit. My dad was a Lions fan. I've tried to quit. I, my only offer right now is ten dollars. Go to the Jaguars from Chet. Oh, that's hilarious. My only <laughs> offer. <laughs> It's. I describe. This is why I don't. I don't have a child. But when I do, I don't want to pass this on to my kid. This is just yeah, a flaw. From gr- I've tried to get out of it. Were you into the Lions all twenty-eight years of your first twenty-eight? Years? Yeah. Then you're done. Yeah. Your brain stops growing at twenty-eight. You're done. <laughs> you're like. You're done. That's it. I've had enough. I've had enough abuse. You're never. You'll never be out. And I'll tell you what. Maybe you'll be out, be able to get out for a little bit. But under the Fords, they make a wild card. They beat the Packers in a wild card. You're watching that next game. Uh, no yeah, matter know, where you're at, you're watching that next game. I've been out so many times. Like, they beat the Patriots. <laughs> they beat the Patriots to get me to come back. Can you believe that? And, like, some of that was used in the Super Bowl. The Rams were planning. Oh, uh, my God. They were going to treat the Rams a little bit like they did. Something like, yeah. oh, no, that's what it was. We did really good against the Rams. No, we you, did really good against the Patriots, right? I know, I know we beat them, but then. And I know LA beat us, but uh, when we played beat uh, when we played LA, 
Patrice did something to the Rams oh, that yeah. New England used in the Super okay. Bowl. Of course. So I was way off. I'm sure it helps his boy. We'll never beat him. It's like Circuit City to Best Buy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that first mover advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's way ahead. We're like, yeah, we're trying to get lucky. Um, so, enough football talk. I got, you know, like, I, I find it really interesting how much all these drafts are going to the mental side. How it's less and less about the 40 and more and more about that interview. You turn on the NFL network and it's about the interview, what they thought. He's, you know, they didn't like him. We uh, won't be going too much analytical at some point. Like, yes. you know, fields always go one from one spectrum to the other till it goes too far. And then you don't want to be on that. Like, <laughs> no, you don't want to go too that Simmons guy for the 76ers, uh, Chris Davis for Oakland A's. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying they're mentally weak. Trust me. Any, I'd break down as a major league player of anything. Just, these guys had issues with the pressure, and it not only affected their game, it ruined their game. It yep. ruined Simmons' game, yeah. the yips. Like, if you ask yourself, could a, a team saw this coming? Can, if you can see it coming, do you have an advantage? Yeah. I just, anyway, I find it interesting. We're dealing with human beings. Like, you're, if you're an owner or a manager, and you're not trying when to you walk in. Uh, no, no, we're human beings in the lobby. Oh, yeah. But yeah, when yeah. we walk into that combine, no, you know you're not a human being. We're a corporation, oh. you're an asset. Oh yeah. Yep. Yes. Uh well good luck to all those guys. Uh <laughs> good luck to the assets. Yeah, good luck to the assets. We're with you. You did. <laughs> uh yeah. I'm with them at least. We're all assets. Wherever you work. I know. And that Excel spreadsheet does it doesn't go good listener with your pay rate. No, yeah, it's yeah. what you do. <sighs> I'm just an Excel spreadsheet number at my school. That's I provide it. a Public education. <laughs> it's it got us antibiotics. That way of thinking. <laughs> There's a good part. It got us back. rid of the measles <laughs> for a little bit. Yeah, now it's back. Now it's back. Uh, Propaganda. Oh man. Propaganda. There's anything we learned, kids. Don't listen to anything. <laughs> <laughs> Question everything. Question everything. Question, Question what you're listening to right now. Yep, this is not real. What am I trying to sell you? The Montreal Expos. Yeah, I'm trying to get everybody behind my fantasy baseball team. That is correct. <laughs> I'm just, I want to be the most popular fantasy baseball team ever until a team actually moves back to Montreal and I have to switch my team. Yeah, that's the rules. So, the rules. Good thing we're not getting off topic. That's yeah. the most important part. No, never get off topic. <laughs> so, the NFL draft, April 25th to the 27th. I don't, I don't know what to say anymore. Like... I'll watch. I'll see who they get. Then I'll see what happens. I don't know. Again, my fandom being sold right now to the highest bidder. $10 might not get it done. That's hilarious. I like it. But it's out there. Just to let people know, uh, if you're a big fan of a team and you want me to join with you, you know, <laughs> <Here's> <laughs> of, of the NFL, just the NFL. Right. I'm yeah. still a Red Wings, so let's get to the Red Wings. Yeah. We have the sixth pick. So, like, we had a chance at the first pick. We had, like, a 10%, a little less than 10% chance. Okay. We did it. New Jersey Devils got it. They had oh, they good... drew it already. Yeah. Bing, bang, boom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess that makes sense to give everyone time to plan. Yeah. For the get ready for the draft. It's it's a it's a all year round business, baby. I remember New Jersey was the team that wanted to sign a guy for like fifteen years at one point. Really? I'd like to see what New Jersey does with what they do with such a young guy. I mean, obviously. Well, gonna... they just got like the first pick overall like two years ago too. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. 
But isn't this guy special, this fella? Oh, yeah. If they go get Hughes, yeah, he's supposed to be really good. And then they just got uh, somebody from Edmonton Oilers who was like a first-round pick or first first overall pick, I think. Uh, that's really good. And so they're young. So oh, okay. Well. They have they have an opportunity. I was hoping the Wings get them, man, because they have a good young team, too, and it would have been nice yeah. to get like a, a premier elite player like that. Of course. Well, we got the sixth pick, so it kind of sucks to even be like out of the top five. Yeah, I mean the wings—they're good. At, their drafts are always good, so whoever they can get at sixth, I'd trust them. It's not like the Lions. Well, it, uh, we'll see. Cause is Holland? I think Holland's still the is Holland still the GM. I think he is, and I wouldn't be surprised if like I think Eiserman's coming at some point. Coming back, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what position if he's going to take over for Holland or what he's going to do. He's not going to be coach, but he'll be some type of, I think, GM or something. Sure. Uh, Tigers, team actually playing over 500 in Detroit yeah. right now. Wild. Wild. Castellanos is hurt, though. He's missed the last two games. Tigers lost the last three games in a row. So To be expected. Uh, a comeback down to earth was to be expected. Yeah. Uh, but some pitching's been doing all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the, some of the younger guys. Uh, you got Matthew Boyd in your fantasy team, uh, but he's Both, been doing yeah. – Like, were you planning on getting him? No. This – if – I think – People didn't want him. I seem to just get guys everyone else do- aren't interested in. Okay, you're so, just kind of like you had it in your sheet and just kind of going by price. I think Roto We Roto Wire had him had high him. up the list because he's doing stellar. Yeah, he's doing real good. He's getting a lot of K's. Exactly. Like, uh, I just didn't know if you just do something I didn't know. Like, was it? I was not expecting this. And then Zimmerman's looking better than yeah. expected. Well, he had an abdomen thing that yeah. was undiagnosed. That's what got me all excited. Oh, really? About. Yeah, I was just watching opening day before the party and. I was like, oh, yeah, he was, he was on TV talking about he might have had it for three years. Yeah. And I remember what he was like three years ago. Just that and got me thinking, man, I wish I had him. Yeah. I just assumed he was already owned. <laughs> and then, you know, Adam texts me five hours later like, oh, who's picking up Zimmerman? I'm like, wait, he's available? What? <laughs> <laughs> like, yep. uh, jokes at who now? Well, oh, come on. Four or five or three starts, four starts. And you already we'll had see. a bad one. Maybe you got him, dude. We'll I don't see. know. Yeah. Uh, but he's off to a hot start. But we have like no offense. Yeah, yeah. But we have Garden Hire, who's good at manufacturing runs. Yeah. So if that—that's the thing about false hope. You think if we got a chance to go for it, that maybe with some young pitching, a couple of midseason acquisitions. But this is—we're so far away because exactly. we need some power. Christian right. Stewart has three home runs. You're right. The you rest of the some. team has like three home runs. Even like those Kansas City teams or Minnesota teams that would be able to win a lot of three-two games, they had a couple middle of the lineup guys. You need no, some power. You, you just do. need some guys to just bloop it out. Yep, to help the one-two guys get better pitches. Yep, to, yep, the whole deal. Yeah. So, I want to get hype about the season. I want to get excited, but sell off Castiano, sell off Green. I think when it's the time is ready, if it gets the right offer. We've just been through a whole cycle of already being bad, selling off. Getting the high salaries, going for it, and failing. It's just, oh, it's so dreadful to think of another cycle. But, yeah. We're almost there, I feel like. I feel like our pitching, we have some really good young pitching. They all just did good with, like, within the last week, actually, and stuff. And I know they're. Sure. You can always add. I, I'm sure, I bet it's easier to add bats. Well, I don't think there's a right or wrong way for you. Just, it is what it is. Whatever kind of falls into your lap, you know. Sometimes like you don't you, predict. It's hard to snab up bullpen. It seems like you need to farm a bullpen a little bit and a couple starting pitchers. It seems like that's a requirement. 
just to get to the starting block. No, but we got some good young starters. And then uh, we have Austin Meadows, his younger brother on the team. Uh, we just drafted him as our second-round pick. He's supposed to have, like, a lot of upside. Oh, that's smart. Um, Cameron, Daz Cameron, who has a lot of upside. I don't know. I'm excited. Uh, but I just we're, not, we're just not quite there yet. Um, so I feel like, I mean, there's no point of keeping Castellanos necessarily. Not the way the league is. Like, you, you're allowed to tank. You get a better pick. And you can trade him and get better for the future anyways. Sure. So um, hopefully some, somebody gets desperate. You know, yeah, and could really use Castellanos, and hopefully Green keeps pitching really well and get us a nice top prospect back. That's interesting. I never thought of Green. That makes total sense. Yeah, we don't if, need him. He's got eight K or eight saves already. Absolutely, he's pitching great right he now. He is pitching good. Yeah. So as soon as you could get something for him in return, I'm sorry. Like I don't want to give up, but like we're we 2020. I know 2020. Yeah, and hey, if we're forty-four and twenty-two, yeah, then, and then we could talk about adding on. That's pretty yeah. star break, right? But like, we could talk about adding on at that point if you want. I don't care, like, yeah. and not not going to buy like a ton, but you could get some like we could get better at that right. point. You know what I'm saying? We still have spots to get better at. So let's do a West Coast trip. Yeah, do yeah, thir- do a thirteen game Seattle, Oakland, Texas, yeah. and yeah, know, it's, we're still early on. See if you lose eleven. Out I would of 13. love again. I would love to see Christian Stewart hit bombs. Nico Goodrum just. Tearing the cover off the ball. Can't get Miguel Cabrera off the bases. <laughs> I would love it. I know you would. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go to games again. <laughs> it's just fun to go to games. Yeah. I know. I need to I I'm I, I want to go to a game. It's just too cold. Of course. Too well, old. That's <laughs> too cold, too old. Wait till it gets yeah. warmer. Exactly. I got the summer off. Yep. Oh, I can't wait. I will go to a couple games. Maybe go see like Mike Trout or something if he comes or something. Yeah. Try to get certain players. Uh, I got some Toledo Mudhead tickets. I got five tickets. Oh, really? You could go to like any game or whatever. But I want to the video store. they're actually yeah, I'm selling them <laughs> for the varsity baseball team. Oh, uh, that's cool. The varsity baseball team actually gets to go play there April 23rd, my birthday. Oh, awesome! Uh, at the Fifth Third Bank, I think it's called. Yeah. Stadium, so, so it'll be like the nicest stadium a lot of them will you know ever get to play at. Possibly. Did you play at Comerica? I got there? to play at Comerica. That's yeah, totally, why, that's so crazy. That lines up that you're going to be at the Mud Hens. Yeah, home yeah. Stadium. It's on my birthday, April twenty third, and it's versus Wine Dot. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, I gotta go. Uh, you want to go to that? I uh, yeah, that sounds. Uh, fun. It's a high school game. Oh well, yeah, yeah, obviously. No, that's cool. Uh, but I have also so part of that though we're supposed to like sell these Mud Hen tickets and like twenty bucks a piece or whatever. Uh, but you get to go to, like, any game. But I'm going to, like, probably just pay the 100 bucks or whatever. Yeah, kind of like buying your kids candy bars and just yeah. write a check for 100 bucks yeah, and yeah, see yeah. what you can do. Yeah. yeah, and then just maybe when, like, if, like, Casey Mize comes up or something like that, who's, like, the top prospect for the Tigers, like, go see him pitch at Toledo. I bet you any money these magical tickets you're selling that apparently can go to any of them, I bet there's blackout dates. Oh, uh, there is. Uh-huh. So, I, there already is some, but they don't know when Casey Mize is coming yeah, up. Yeah, that's fair. I could just see but, it hitting. <laughs> that'd be curious. That I'd be interested to see that though. Conspiracy theory. But I I don't know if they they get that crowded. Right. That's where I, they're like I'm, that I'm, I'm laughing at myself right now. Like, yeah. Like no come way on. They would... I, actually, I think you can buy the tickets for like fifteen bucks. Actually, I, if you go to Toledo, so. I'm sure they're not planning anything that. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully though, like a lot of maybe if they you know again all those pitchers come up Toledo together and stuff go go maybe go see a couple of them or something. Yeah, that's cool. It's just, you know, more and more, like, me and my wife are trying to find different things to get out of the house. Like, yeah. There's these basic things, but, yeah, into your early 30s, like, yeah, 
Yeah, Mudhead's game. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Let's just have a beer. Everything's cheap. Yeah. We live south, so it almost kind of fits. Yeah. No. Uh, So, I don't know. I'm going to probably, like I said, pay. I got to give Amherst 100 bucks, and then I'll figure something out with those tickets. Yeah. Get the whole year. So, uh, Tigers, anything else you want to say about them? Tyson Ross isn't looking too bad, but. He had a bad game yesterday, right? Yeah, it wasn't great. Okay. I was listening on the radio. They were bagging him. Oh, were they? Uh. I didn't really watch it all, so. Okay. But I know he was then doing all right before that then, but okay. I'm not expecting him to do time. Yeah. We'll see. You know, so anything you get out of Again, if you could get anything out of him or Matt Moore and trade those, like, you know, we're just giving guys an opportunity, really, kind of. Yeah, that's the phase we're in. Yeah. You know, hey, come here, prove yourself, and then we'll move you to. Yeah, you know, Farmer got it, time last year. Who? You know, Farmer. Oh, yeah. Buck yeah. Farmer? Yep. Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah, everyone's kind of getting their turn. Yeah. Try with major leagues. Yep. There you go. You know, you know, and if you prove, if you, you know, that's what guys want, though. They're like, that's what athletes want. They just want an opportunity to prove themselves. And some, sometimes it works out. Yep. You know? Well, that's what's cool about being a starting pitcher. You really, like, uh, you know, all right, it's your start. You can warm up. And, you know, bench hitters, bench pitchers, it, you hear them complain a little more. Like, oh, I got two chances, but it was cold in the blowout. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. You got to get there's something about rhythm and timing and, yep. you know, getting being a your starting reps in. pitcher and getting that start. That's just got to be so special. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I would love to be a pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about skill trade. I'm glad we talked about that. We talked about stand-up comedy. Um, talked about you being the number one seed tennis player at Lincoln Park. Seed. That's awesome. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Or Yeah, one singles. One singles. Yeah, yeah, it's like a position. It's like point guard. Yeah. You know. Well, you're the you're the best. You're the best on the team, right? Yeah, it's a little, you know. Track has this, I bet, you know, but yeah. I don't know if they do. I should learn that. Uh, I work with one of the guy, the guy I co-teach with, who might be listening to this. Uh, he's the, tr- the girls' track coach yeah. at Lincoln Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. Tommy, hello. <laughs> Shout out. Uh, you're a big soccer fan. Are you still a soccer fan? You know, unfortunately, I'm not. And okay. there's a very specific reason. Anyone who's followed U.S. men's soccer in the last five years, the the program's a mess. Really? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they didn't qualify for the World Cup. So the only thing that's going to keep casual fans in the U.S. tied to any sort of fandom is going to be the World Cup. That's going to be like, all right, you, everything leads up to that. Everything yeah. you, you work off that. And when you miss a World Cup, it's just – especially the way, in the fashion we did, it was trying to – Bago or uh-huh. something preposterous. I don't even remember. The whole it's a mess, and you see a lot of the. Uh, we had a, you know some good teams in the early aughts and late nineties, and all those guys are in their forties and fifties now, and they're coming out saying how much of a mess it is. Oh no, the rec- uh, we don't recruit enough in other countries. Uh, the way we we don't harvest our own talent. We don't. It's all pay to play. When you, when you think of soccer right now, especially the youth, it's a money thing. You think of affluent people and. Now you now go look at the best players in the world. They come from poverty, so we do great with basketball. But no, we're not. We're not giving kids in poverty the ability to become great soccer players. Okay. And when you do that for twenty years, you just have this. You have no core. You have no soul. Yeah. You have a bunch of kids who come from really nice houses who don't have. They don't fight. Yeah. We have really good practice players. Yeah. There's no fight. We play Brazil and they fight. Germany fights. Yeah. We don't fight. 
anyway, so I can't cheer for that. I can't. I can't get drunk. No, I'm glad you. I had no idea, and I'm glad to hear this. I'm ready like, to be it, back. It, it makes sense. It does. So, I, when, so what am I right now? I'm 31. When I'm 51, I hope we just have this resurgence. And but uh, 1994, when the World Cup came to the U.S., was a false start. We gave it a go. All the high schools got programs. Now those high schools are canceling the programs. We didn't make the World Cup, so it's kind of an exhalation right now, and we got to take another breath in. Man, sorry. No, what about the? Have you uh, heard of the? What is it? The Detroit City Football Club? Uh, not the Bumblebees. It's something yellow. They're uh, maroon and yellow. They are okay. It's and then it's just a yellow thing. I have uh, when we lived in Broderick Tower. Someone. They actually play right down the street. Yeah, okay, I figured it was something like that. Yeah. When I see pictures of the crowd, it, you know, yeah, it has that feel. Yeah. Uh, sure. I have, but once again, this, sure, I've heard of them. And <laughs> I, I, I guarantee if I had three Molson triple X's and sat in the stands, I would have a total blast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, I didn't play soccer. Yeah. You know, it, it only, our buddy Adam, it only caught me and Adam because it was like, World Cup, we're playing England, and we're all getting together. Yeah. That's how you get me. You know, yeah, yeah, local yeah. soccer, bad soccer teams, no. <laughs> you want to see the best. They're like, well, There's so many leagues. I'm so not into soccer. It takes the best to get yeah. me interested. Well, for Just sure. like it would take, I wouldn't. I could watch a random tennis match, but I'd want you to see something good. <laughs> you you, you don't want to watch me play tennis? Oh no, <laughs> no, no, no! Ping pong tennis. <laughs> I mess with you. You also ran a marathon, right? I did. Yeah, technically, <laughs> uh, you did it. Yeah. I, and, uh, what's the percentage of people that have done that? Well, this gets into the sentence, I ran a marathon. Okay. I, I went into it knowing I'd do a run-walk. This, okay. is, this is something that's becoming more and more prevalent. There's a lot of people who think 20 years from now, the fastest marathoner will incorporate 15 seconds of walking to let the acid come out of your muscles. Okay. So I just I feel like I lie if I say I ran a marathon. I did not for a, a lot of – not a lot, not okay. a majority, but there was walking. But, yeah, I completed a marathon. Okay. Uh, you know, I, you see a lot of – Remember when 5Ks blew up like 10 years ago? Yeah. You know, I think this is a product of our society. Yeah, it was, it's such an easy goal. You know, Really? Like, yeah, of course. You're, you're a 22, 23-year-old. You're, you're wandering. And it's like, oh, this thing, the second you say, I'm going to run a marathon, it fills up the next six months of your schedule. Huh. You know, I was single at the time. So I went from having absolutely nothing to do to having this six-month daily eating routine and I don't know, everyone knows a person who's done this, I feel like. Well, it gave you, it sounds like it gave you structure. Yeah. Oh, of course. I'm, I'm trying to sell you on the, the lost. The, you know, yeah. not like it was terribly lost. Just like, yeah, I was looking for something. Yeah, and but I think you, you, I mean, I think that's a good goal to have. Yep, it is. It's also a good Match.com profile pick. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, you know, I don't have shirtless beachless pics when i was looking for my wife so it was nice to have like it, it kind of comes back to bitcoin uh, so when i show you a bitcoin i'm not showing you a bitcoin i'm showing you the work it took to get it when i put that little photo of me crossing the finish line even though i walked a third of it it shows proof of work yeah. i'm capable of doing this thing <laughs> and online and online dating that's sometimes all it takes well yeah but yeah. It, it didn't work no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I've never done a marathon. I've ran five k. I've actually never ran in a fi- like a public five k. Really? Yeah. Mm. I've ran like I would run five k's for a while there, especially like when we lived together downtown. Oh, but yeah, yeah, running five k. Yeah, but yeah. not a five k like organized. Oh, they're fun. 
Yeah? Yeah, especially once you get to the point where you can run them. That would have been the best time to do it because you're just rolling. I could still roll, actually run them. They're, they're, especially with your lady, you know, they're, they're, they're great. Yeah. You know, and she doesn't have to run the whole thing or you don't have to run the old thing. I think that's one of her goals actually maybe might be is like to do a 5K or something Oh, like that's that. perfect because you don't need to train for six months. Yeah. You just six weeks. And I can't recommend walking enough. So, like, don't blow your knees out and your hammies. And there's the only reason people run the whole time, honestly, if you look at the science, is kind of ego. Ego? It really is healthy to. That's good to know. So, where am I going my round so that I can allow myself to walk and try to, like, maybe. You feel bad. Everyone on earth, when they start to slow down on a run, is like, ah. No, you got to keep going. Push it through. Look at the look at the numbers. It, look at You know when you run, you build up acid. Why wouldn't it make sense to let that acid out for a little bit? Okay. Anyway, I, I try, no, I want to know that this is important oh, stuff. Oh, so good. If you're looking, if you, because again, I trust you and in, your research. Injury prevention. Yeah. That's another, it, it might even slow you up a little bit, but man, it go, it's so much easier on your ankles and your knees. And yeah. We're not meant to run long distances. Yeah. Not everyone. Yeah. Was it like a guy named Marathon or something like that? That in the city, of Mar- they, something to do with Greece and they, yeah. it was a 26.2 mile run to the city of Marathon. He had to like give a message back or something. To yeah. The, the I city. believe he collapsed and died after giving the message. Really? Maybe. <laughs> but, uh, they start at that palace, the palace he ran to, they yeah. actually do, do marathons there. I bet it makes yeah. sense. I mean, yeah, why not? Uh, run a marathon. You're my Bitcoin guy. You got my, you got me on Bitcoin early. You're yeah, like, that one's fun. Uh, it this is the best time to talk about Bitcoin because the price is coming down. Nobody wants to talk technology when it's gone up three times in value the last month. Yeah, you know this. This is when this is the r- correct time to talk about Bitcoin in its future. Because you think it's adjusted correctly. Nobody wants it. Yeah. Nobody's talking about it. Yeah. You know, it's it, not the hot new thing anymore. Precisely. Well, it's funny. Bitcoin's really good at. Re-becoming the hot thing. <laughs> That's probably a so, common joke between Bitcoin people. Gen- there's, it's a new class. It's a new class of freshmen. Because I'm sure you, I'm assuming like you're in the community, right? Like involved, at least on Reddit or something. Kind of. That's part of graduation. No, <laughs> I'm letting the freshmen take. So when I go to the subreddit, I see the freshmen. <laughs> it's, 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 it's just, it's 2015 or 2010, whichever class you were a part of. Okay. It's. It's it's the incoming freshman big ideas. We're gonna be billionaires. We're overthrowing governments. Uh, uh, so that's phase one. Sophomore year is <laughs> coins. Junior year is an explosion in price, and senior year is looking long term during a collapse and understanding that it's a long term investment. You're not gonna change the world. It's just a good proof of work coin. Yeah. Well, how come Ward Buffett doesn't like it? It th- because he's invested his entire life on a certain type of money, and this isn't it. Okay. So if he wakes up one day and he turns on his little iPad and it says, Generation Z switches to Bitcoin, he has no more power. Couldn't he just buy a bunch of Bitcoin? Is he? I don't know. Uh, and if, he, if, Warren, if Warren Buffett is a great investor and did want Bitcoin, what would he want to do to its price? Have it go up or go down? Go down. And how would he do that? Would he not get on TV and go, it's the devil? <laughs> so careful. Now, I don't think that's the case. I do think JP Morgan is acquiring Bitcoin, and that's why Jamie Dimon makes fun of it. I think okay. it's because they are acquiring. That's a conspiracy theory. But uh, there's no if way. If you truly believe in it, why? yeah, you're trying, to, you're trying to acquire it. You're at the phase of acquiring it. Why would you want to keep the price down? Of course. Absolutely. It's like talking down a guy before a fantasy draft. This is 101 stuff. Absolutely. 
But with Warren Buffett, it's more the American fiat dollar. Yeah. You know, he doesn't want that threat. He's built his entire family foundation on a, a legacy system that he doesn't want threatened, understandably. Yeah. Uh, we lived together downtown. Yep. And how, how did that even come to fruition? Like, how, how did that even start? Well, we weren't going to live in Lincoln Park anymore. Me and Adam already lived together, and we decided we were going to move out of that house. And it was still, there was remnants of the housing crisis. Uh, I've had that house since I was like 18. Yeah. So I was ready to not have a house anymore. So it's like, well, we're going to get an apartment. Well, what's the craziest apartment you can think of? And that's one downtown. So yeah. we, we stayed at Broderick Tower. What is it? 27. 01. 01. Yep. Uh, a view of Comerica Park. Yeah. Did you know? Okay. So like, again, I had no idea. I was the last one to come be involved in any of this. Yeah. So keep going. So like, yeah. So me and Adam decided we looked into Broderick tower, which wasn't open yet. And, uh, what we did was we were starting to map out where Broderick was, where the apartment layouts were and who could see Comerica park the best. Okay. So we went CSI right away and uh, kind of like, uh, you and Kim were kind of talking about this with reservations. There was this like midnight begins when you can reserve oh, okay. thing. So, we were going to go hard on, actually, it was 2901. Yeah. And we didn't get it. And we're like, oh, we'll take 2701. And then that night, we discovered that 2901 had, like, a lip on that. That's, there's, like, a little, uh, like, design lip that cuts off some of the view. Oh, no. So we accidentally got a, a better, better view. Room. Oh, yeah, my God. It really worked out. It got us super excited. And the Tigers were good. Oh, my God. They were so good. Oh, we were so hyped. Uh, so, yeah. So the two of you... Looked at that. Yep. How did I get involved? We needed money. No, I'm yeah. kidding. No, no, no. Uh, well, partly. I mean, it's a big apartment. Because, so. like, if you would have, because we had an absolute all whole view of Comerica Park. Right, but it's a two bedroom. Yeah, two bedroom, two floors. Right, two floors, two bedrooms. So you know, can there be a third? Would a third be down for sharing rooms? Or there's yeah. a lot of unanswered questions, and you were just down with it all. Yeah. Sorry, uh, so like, did you guys? Were you guys look so? Was that the plan, or were you guys? Because were you guys like maybe even thinking like getting a different room, maybe or something in that building, just not that high, possibly. If it was the two of you, I'm sure. You know that was six years ago ish. It's a long time ago. Yeah, maybe. But I loved it. Oh, it was so amazing. I yeah. loved living downtown. I'm glad I got to experience it. Yep. Uh, being right in the middle of everything. Look at look at stats on demographics of Midwest cities, and just look at how far different Detroit is. And just whether it be ages or race or whatever, it's just a different place to live in the Midwest. There's nothing like Detroit and kind of like Chicago. Yeah. There's nothing like it. And that when, when you, it was just different people. Yeah. That's it. And it was really nice to get out of the box and live that yeah. and experience it. Well, especially with the like downtown of a city. And then, well, like I said, with the view, like we could see basically all of Detroit, all of Tiger, like in the, like a, the whole stadium of Comerica Park. Like, if you would have went to, like, San Francisco or, like, Chicago or New York or wanted, like, a, an apartment with that, like, you would have paid ten times of what course. we paid. Yeah. So I'm just glad we got to, like, really have that experience. And, like, again, the, the Tigers were kind of actually disappointing. Like, they should have won. I know. But that's part of the fun. You knew there was a chance they might do what they did. And yeah. that threat made it more fun. Uh, yeah. Just the roll of the dice didn't happen. Yep. No heart. 
The team didn't have heart. Oh, they were so good. I know. Man, they had some of the most, yeah, most most talented team. Like, one of the, yeah, Cabrera. We could, we could go through the history. We don't need to go back down there. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Well, is there anything else that we didn't hit that you would like to, you think you would like to talk, talk about? No, I would like to come back maybe a little later after some more material, maybe uh, hop into some of the other stuff. But yeah. no, uh, as yeah. of today, no. I'll definitely have you come back on. Uh, you're not a Game of Thrones. Like. Unfortunately not, but I am an American, so okay. I do, or I'm a person of the world. Well, because so they, they have odds on it. See, that's wild. That is such an testament to that production crew. How, how able they keep incredible. everything so quiet. They, the internet killed that about seven years ago. There was an apprentice, I remember one time, funny enough. <laughs> uh, there was an apprentice where they pulled all the odds. Yeah. I'll never forget it. And it was like, oh, yep, someone leaked. The odds were bad. And when you get these foreign sites, one guy knows one thing and they'll milk you dry. Yeah. And they just stopped all that. And I have. I've noticed that Game of Thrones, all those odds are popping back up. Yeah. And that's inc- that, what is a real testament to HPO and what they've done. Yeah. Uh, one guy's two to one. Brand Stark. By the way, I'm, you have to forgive me. Is this someone about to get murdered or new king? What's the odds? Uh, the, who's going to be on the throne, like the the oh. king of the world, okay, so Westeros? We, have we seen like the behind the throne and it's about to spin? Is that where did they leave you? Uh, where this is the last season. Oh, I know that, but I mean, like, like is that going to be like episode one in the first five minutes? No, I think it's like like the end of the season, probably. Okay, 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 okay. okay. But there's like odds on who's going to die first, like who's of left course. and stuff. Or, there's just yeah. a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I was looking at. Uh, but Bronn Stark is like expected two to one. Wow. And then Daenerys, yeah, you don't even know these guys. But yeah, it's just crazy that. But I mean, two to one. That's, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, that's not, like he's the favorite. So, you know odds. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, Daenerys Targaryen or Jon Snow. Hopefully, nobody listening is like trying to catch up. Are you allowed to talk about it? is this? Oh, I don't think you've given anything away yet because you haven't said the lack of people. Oh yeah, you you have declared that Jon Snow's still alive. You know, little stuff like that. But come spoiler. on, it's a new season coming out. If I, you haven't caught up, I do hate when people do the thing like uh, spoilers alert, like after they said it. That's a pet yeah. peeve. Like, thank well, you for- I haven't done anything. Everybody knows that. All Except right. the aces, whatever. Jon Snow. Jon Snow. Jon Snow. Jon Snow. <laughs> well, I think that's all I got, really. I don't know. Cool. Are we good? Yeah, this was, uh, I like this setup. This oh, was yeah. nice. Um, well, we're always looking to add more podcasts and stuff like that. So I know if you have free time or you want to, like, I've tried to get, I've probably heard you say, like, multiple sports podcasts. If you don't want to do sports, you could do other stuff. But I'm always, you know, again, we're trying to build this. Yeah, no, I like it. I like the direction it's going. I'm very interested. All right. Thank you. Uh, See you guys later. Have a good one. Thank you.